Welcome to Bundesliga Recap. I will be doing a much delayed, but yet still very, very early World Cup preview prediction. Um, I'll go through the groups, but most emphasis will be on Group E, because that is the one Germany preside in. Group A, though, Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, and the Netherlands. And this is one of, the, I think, the most interesting groups. Because Qatar, you don't really know what you're going to get from them. They don't have any big names. They're not really a big team. They did do fine in the Gold Cup, but against lesser competition. I think they'll be easy, easy round um, exit. I know people are saying that they could be a t- tough team, but I, I just don't see it. I think Senegal, Ecuador, and the Netherlands have way too much talent. Ecuador is a team that did very, very well in qualifying. Yet it's still kind of a mystery because no, because they they have all this young talent. They're a very young team. Yet we don't really know a lot of that talent. They have some people that you do know. Um, Paris Estubinia, who plays for Villarreal. Um, I live in the U.S., so I know some uh, MLS players. Uh, Javier Arriaga plays for the Sounders. And Diego Palacios plays for LAFC in the, for their defenders. And then um, they have some other players that... Uh, there's a few players that play in the Bundesliga. Piero uh, Hikami, he's made 30, uh, 23 ap- appearances for uh, Bayern Leverkusen. He mainly plays at center back, sometimes at left back. He has played uh, 1,500 minutes for Leverkusen, so a decent amount. Scored a goal and two assists. Not, a, I would say, a key figure for them, but he plays um, quite often at the back. Uh, Carlos uh, Giroso plays for Augsburg. Not as much. He only has 725 minutes, but still is in the Bundesliga setup. There's a few other, there's a few other MLS guys in the midfield. Uh, Jinad uh, Menza for Orlando City. Alan uh Fransco for Charlotte, and then Jose Silfuentes for LAFC. Moises Cancedo is one of their big, the bigger names. Journey, Jeremy, Jeremy um, Sacramento. He's barely plays for Brighton. He's only in 24 minutes in the Premier League, but Moises Cancedo does play quite a bit. Um, he's back from uh, loan, but. He was a highly. He's still a very young player who could be very, very good. Um, most people do know his name, Michael Estrada for DC United. But oh, they have so many young players that you don't really know how they're going to perform. But if they have a big World Cup, I do expect a lot of Ecuadorian players to be on the move. Senegal, another very, very interesting team. They're the African uh, champions, so obviously they have. They're very good. They have some very uh, notable players like Edward Mendy. Um, then at the back, uh, Kudal Kuvali. Um, Bruno Sar plays for Bayern, so Bundesliga fans are familiar with him. About Diallo plays for PSG. So at the back, those are their big names. Uh, Adrissa Gay plays for PSG. Konate, uh, or, uh, yeah, plays for Crystal Palace. And then they have um, a few other players. A lot of their players do play in the first tier of whatever um, team they're in. So they have some French second division players, though, too. Sadio Mane, uh, Ismail Sar, Buendia, um, 
are the headliners for the team uh, going forward. But it's a it's a very very talented team. And then just quickly glancing over the Netherlands because they're they have so many household names. But they're a very tricky team. I have the Netherlands and Senegal going through. I think Ecuador will place third, but I just feel like the Netherlands have so much firepower, and the Senegal Senegal have stars, and that's what you need in a World Cup. Sometimes you need those stars to set up, set, uh, step up. And I don't really feel like Ecuador has them, but Netherlands have them. Um, especially going well in the back, they have uh, Matthias De Ligt and Virgin uh, Virgil Van Dijk. But mainly going forward, you have uh, Malin, Valt Veghorst, Memphis Depay, Arnat Danjuma, who's been playing very well for Villarreal, Donia Malin. So they have very good players up front. And then Vijnaldum, uh, Mark Dorun, uh, Klasnitz, Berghaus, they have very, uh, Frankie De Jong, they have a very good midfield as well. So when you look at it overall, they're a very, very talented team that's very deep spread out. And then also looking at, and then moving on, I would say to Group B, this is the one that the team that I cheer for uh, is in, so I'll just quickly glance over it. It's pretty straightforward, I would say. Iran, sneaky good, though. They're they're not, they don't have very many high-profile names, but they're 21st in um, FIFA for a reason. They're very compact. They have a, They actually are, they play some good attacking football at times. A little bit inconsistent. But I they qualified first from um the from the uh Asian region. So that is very good for them. They've don't they only really they only had one loss in World Cup qualifying, and that came to South Korea. But they beat everyone else. The uh the only team that really gave them trouble was South Korea. But they were very good. And then England. That's the big that's a juggernaut and then the US. I think England I think England will get out of this group. I think the US will also get out of this group. But the wild card is really just still a wild card because you don't know who it is. It's the European playoff, the one that has been played because of Ukraine's situation. But Ukraine Scotland will play. I probably have Scotland going th- through on that one and I think it's going to be it's I really I mean, as much as everyone w- wants to cheer for Ukraine because of what's happened, and it's the neutral favorite, I want to see a Scotland-Wales uh, game to get to the World Cup because once you get to the World Cup, you also face the old enemy for Scotland, and that would be England. To be very, very interesting to see who goes through. I think the U.S. have the U.S. are starting to play better. I think they can give England some trouble. I think our, Iran is sneaky good, and I think some teams may overlook them, and that could be played to Iran's advantage. But I've got U.S. and England going through. Group C, Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico. I think it's pretty straightforward in this group. I think it's going to be Mexico, uh, Argentina. Saudi Arabia, decent decent team with some good players, but not enough star power. Poland have Robert Lewandowski, but not much else. They've got other players, but they're not very deep at the back. And I think that's really going to let them down. They don't. Their starting uh, lineup is not the best overall. You've got Szczesny at the back, and he's very good. And then you have a few center backs. Jan uh, Betterneck is very good. Uh, Betterneck. Matty Cash was a big acquisition for them, getting him to switch nationalities. Um, Cameron Glick, who plays for Benveto, he's good, but he's 34 years old, so he's on the older side. 
and then they have some um they have another uh center back or right back who plays for uh Santoria who can also play center back. I'm guessing he'll probably play the right side of center back for them. But at the back they're they're not the deepest. Zelensky is good for them in the middle. But again, they don't have much else there. Jakob Motor is also good. He plays for uh Brighton. Robert Lewandowski and Piantek are the their two best attackers, but other than that, they're not the deepest team. Argentina obviously have uh, one of the greatest players of all time, Lionel Messi. But they're not just that anymore. They're very solid defensively. They run through Messi, but don't count on him for everything like other Argentinian teams have. France, uh, international CONCACAF, or international, not CONCACAF, international uh, playoff number one, Denmark and Tunisia. I think, I think, I mean, this is literally could be the same group, basically, essentially, from last year, it's the international con- uh, international playoff that runs through Peru, who's already in the final, and then uh, Australia versus the UAE. Whoever wins that plays Peru for a spot. I guess most people's predict and my prediction to go through is Peru France, or is to get to get to the World Cup is Peru, and then I got France Denmark as most people do. I think Denmark are the I wouldn't even consider them dark horses anymore because they're they played so well in the uh, Euro. I don't think you can consider them dark horses or any kind of not favorite. I think them and uh, France are going to easily glide through this group. I probably I would say nine points and six points or seven seven. I don't think either team will lose to uh, Tunisia or whoever uh, wins the playoff. Then E, this is the one I want to focus on Spain. Uh, the uh, uh, international um, intercontinental playoff two. Uh, and Germany and Japan. This is the one between uh New Zealand and Costa Rica. I believe. I think it's pretty clear. I think it's gonna be uh Costa Rica, and if it is, I think it's one where Germany get out. I think this is, but it's a tough group. Because Spain are a very good team with very good youngsters. They've got a good core. They've got leaders on their squad. And it's not like they don't have a star. But they still have so many good players all around the pitch. And Japan cannot be taken lightly. There's a lot of uh, Bundesliga names uh, that do play for uh, Japan. Just quickly running through their squad. Um, at the back, they have Maya Yoshida, who plays for Sampdoria. He's a good center back. He's 33 years old. Good leader. I believe they're captain. Then they have Hiroguchi in the midfield, who plays for Union. And then uh, Wataro Endo, who plays for uh, Stuttgart. Uh, Tefaso Kubo, who plays for Mallorca, who's very, a young talent. Um, I believe, Yeah, he's still on loan. He's at lo- on loan at Mallorca, but owned by Real Madrid, so... Obviously a big talent there. He had Takomi Minamino as their best attacker, but they have a lot of good attacking talent. Uh, and then uh, Takomo Asanu, who plays for Boca. Um, he scored three goals and one assist in this uh, Bundesliga campaign. He's quite good, but they have a very, very good uh, team, and I don't think can be underestimated. I would say Germany get through. I think Spain will pose a big threat. I'll... That I this is not the only preview I will do on this, but I think Germany get past. I think they go undefeated. I think we tie Spain and win the other two games, but it, it's really going to come down to the end of it. 
Group F, Belgium, Canada, Morocco, Croatia. This is, for me, I would say technically I would put the group of death, although there really isn't any. Because Canada cannot be underestimated. That cannot be underestimated. Belgium will go through, and I think it's a crapshoot for any others. Croatia, not the same team since 2018. Morocco have stars, but not overall depth. Canada have some really good players they can lean on and some players that just really do show up for Canada when they play for them. So I I got I don't want to pull a surprise, but I think it could be Belgium, Canada. Much early predictions. As a U.S. fan watching Canada, they're very, very good. Very, very good. Uh, group G, Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, Cameroon. Cameroon have uh, one of uh, MLS's best players, uh, Nuhu Togo, but they also have Toko Akambi and some uh, very other good players. Switzerland, they're a very good team, but I've got. I think it's probably gonna be Cameroon, Brazil, and this for me is one of those groups that's just like World Cuppy. I know there's two European teams, but like when would you get Brazil, Serbia, except for a World Cup? And I think that's just very cool. But I, th- I think Cameroon, they have a very good team. They almost went all the way. They got to the semifinals and um, lost on penalties to Egypt, who are a very good tournament team. But I th- I think it's I think it's really close between uh, those four teams. Again, I think like the group of, like Group F, there's one team that's gonna make it out, and that's Brazil. And then it's kind of a crapshoot between the rest three. I got Cameroon though, and Brazil. Group H: Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, Korea. Again. I think this is I think this is the trick group. I've got Uruguay, and then I because th- I I know Portugal's like the big team, but I think it's gonna be Portugal and Uruguay. But I don't I think it's gonna be Uruguay facing first, and I think Portugal are barely gonna scrape through, or they're not gonna get through. I don't I think Portugal they're just not very good right now under their coach, and I think this could be a shock upset in that group. But overall, I th- I would take this uh, draw from Germany. Although they do have to face a very decent um, and tough opponent in Japan. And then obviously the headliner matchup will be between uh, Spain and Germany. But that will do it for this week's Bundesliga recap episode. Just a quick uh, preview of the World Cup. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Bye.